Hey, comedy fans, welcome to another edition of the Comedy at the Carlson cast. I'm your host, Vinny Paulino. Joining me today in studio is our headliner this weekend, Vic DiBattetto. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends at Three Heads Brewing, makers of Rochester's most delicious beer. Remember, do good things and always be kind. Now let's kick it over to the studio. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to take a second and introduce my guest today. Not only is he a dramatic and improvisational actor, he's been performing stand-up since 1981. He's also your headliner this weekend here at the Carlson, and he's the only comic I know with his own brand of coffee. He's the self-proclaimed working class zero. It's Vic DiBattetto. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> so. I've, been called, I've been called diabetes, the potato, Geppetto. I'm used to it. Coming from an Italian family, I try to pride myself on being better at the at pronouncing the Italian names. But man, on occasion, I get a couple tongue twisters. One year at school, the teacher decided to use initials. That wasn't any better. VD? Yeah. Yeah. Back then, it was serious. Now, it's nothing. Honest to God, my, my name is Vincenzo Dominic. So I know that pain. Originally, my name was my first name was supposed to be Dominic, but last minute, for some reason, my mother named me Victor. True story. Well, DD would have been a lot more fun. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, Vic, I got to ask you out of the gate here: How did a nice, calm Italian boy like you get into stand-up comedy? Well, you know, I was the class clown. I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. There was a, a club called Pips Comedy Club in Sheepshead Bay. And my friend said, look, they got an amateur night there. Why don't, you, why don't you audition for, you know, and it was a Wednesday night. And Andrew Dice Clay was the MC. That's how long I'm doing this. Fast forward, I'm coming to Rochester. You are. Three shows this weekend. We're going to tell you how to get your tickets in just a second. But that was like the comedy boom era. Yes, that was right after the Letterman's and the, and the Leno's and the uh, Seinfeld's made it we were, we were like the next up and coming but you know then you know i worked with kevin james chris rock ray romano those guys they got the break you know they went to la and and me i i had to support a family i i sure. drove a garbage truck as a matter of fact i drove a garbage truck to danger fields in new york city and i asked the manager if he would give me stage time i would pick up his garbage and that's how i broke into the city circuit but uh, i always put my family first i always worked two jobs that is Between. such. I, I'm sorry. I uh, let me just uh, go back to say you drove a garbage truck to Dangerfields yep. and were like, "Hey, listen, give me some stage time, and I'll collect your garbage for you every week." Yep, and that's how I broke into the city. Come on, who else has a story like this? Nobody. One day, somehow, somewhere, my story is going to be told. It's like no other. I'm going to drive around in a Hyundai and just collecting garbage from clubs for stage time. It might work. I don't Mike, know. I fit one bag in there in a Hyundai. The times they are a changing. Back in the day, man, like you could walk to a club and just make a deal. They'll just be like, all right, whatever. These days, I feel like that might not fly as well. Well, first of all, you know, the pandemic, everything turned around from the pandemic. But sure. back in my, you were on Carson, let's say, and he called you to the couch. It was like being made in the mafia. You were right. a made comedian. But today you could do Fallon. You could do Colbert a dozen times. It means nothing. I've had this conversation with people because I don't know where the kingmaker is right now in the comedy world. I'm thinking maybe it's Joe Rogan. Who is the kingmaker now, in your opinion? Oh, I, I would say Sebastian Maniscalco, uh, okay. Bill Burr, Dave okay. Chappelle. 
Yeah. You know, I used to, I was tired of waiting for the break. Here I am. You know, that's why Rodney Dangerfield was a big influence because he didn't make it to like his late fifties. So here I am, this big chooch. I use the social media, you know, which the millennials were using. And here I am, this dinosaur of comedy. I got my following through the social media. I've been making videos since 2009. I, I kept posting every day, the same time, every day. And in 2013, the bread of milk, that one viral. I was just going to bring that up. Not everybody expects someone from an older generation to embrace the newer right. thing, but sometimes it really, really pays off. You're an example of it. You had 13 million views on that video, didn't you? When it first went viral. But yeah. right now it's up to 20 million views. It goes oh. up every winter. It goes up every winter. The views go up. That's the <laughs> video that's never going away. It, it's like Christmas carols. The thing is, I have over 8,000 videos. I've been doing this since 2009. And me and my manager, we sat down the other day. We figured out with all the videos combined, all the views on different platforms, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, I have over a billion views. I have more eyes than somebody who's on a, a sitcom. Wow. I mean, easily. Seriously. It's, but unfortunately, it's, it's becoming, uh, it, it, can I curse? All you want. Oh. The social media has become a shit fest. A little Everything bit. is negative. Everything's an argument. You know, it, it's a, it's a double edged sword. Without the social media, I wouldn't have the following I have. But now it, it's it's ridiculous. But I just I, look. I'm just here to bring laughs to a world gone mad. Sure. So for a while, you felt like you were advertising your stuff by the pool. Now you feel like you're kind of advertising it by the sewer. Like it just changed up on you? The majority of my fans, are, they're, they're the most loyal, supportive fans. It's just that 1%. Yeah. But comics, you know, a comic will get a standing ovation from 29 people. The one guy that's sitting down, that's the guy that'll annoy him. <clears throat> it's on nature. I think that's uh, one of the things that makes for a good comedian is that you uh, are not happy unless you make everyone laugh. Right. You could know you had a good show, but you're not truly right. happy seeing the one guy sitting down. We're our own worst critics. We yeah. really are. We come off stage. Ah, I should have said that. I should have did that before I went into this. But, you know, it's been a great ride, man. You know, I, I'm just I'm just glad I'm working. You know, the, the videos got me through the pandemic because I monetize all my videos. Yeah. And, you know, I, right before the pandemic, I had sold out theaters and casinos all white for my calendar. But that's where the, where, yeah. the, where the videos back me up. You know, yeah, because and and the, the, the content that I put out each day, it's, it's so diverse. I have characters. I have ticked off Vic. I pretend I'm the manager of the Yankees, the coach of the Giants. Right. I got a huge audience. I, I sometimes in my crowds, there, there's teenagers and old old people. It, it's really, you know, the fruits of my labor is finally paying off. Well, it's you know, it's a very diverse crowd because you do have an array of different types of things that you that you touch on in your on your uh, YouTube channel, there's lot like you said, lots of different topics, lots of different characters. I highly recommend anybody watching this check it out. You're definitely going to want to come see Vic this weekend at the Carlson once you do. But can we go back to that open mic that first time you sure. got on stage? How did you prepare for that that first time? Like you were, you you wanted to do comedy, obviously. Now you're walking into a room. Andrew Dice Clay, before he's famous, is standing there, and I got to yep. imagine. I've heard many great things about Dice, but I can imagine that at that time, it has to be surreal like to yeah. walk in there and with that guy's personality, having him in charge of the open mic, 
yeah. then you having to go up. Tell me about that. Well, it's something because the first time I went on stage, I was I came up with a bag of props. I was like, oh, okay, I went with a jacket that said "Sick Vic" on it. Okay, I had these two heads that I found in the garbage. Holy shit! Dice put- stole it from you. <laughs> Mannequin heads? No, he stole the jacket idea from you. No, 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 no. Dice. Dice is a... <laughs> it, let me tell you something. He A uh, few months ago, he contacted my management. He wanted to work with me. Oh, it's amazing. I told manager, I'm like, Dice wants to work with me? We did like four shows in Pennsylvania. We sold them out. I it bet. was a great experience. You know, we weren't buddies, but we, you know, we knew of each other from the circuit. And it was just... It was just Dice wanted to work with me. It was, it was, it was, and he still got it, man. You Does know, that feel full circle to you? Say, oh, he's washed up. I didn't mean he's washed up. He was in A Star Is Born with with, with uh, Lady Gaga. He, he's acting. He's a great actor. People yeah. are so miserable, man. Give the guy the guy what he's done in comedy. Nobody else has done. You know the problem is I think that maybe he's a victim of his own success because like when you're selling out stadiums and stuff like that, you. Not a lot of people are going to be able to keep up that pace of work. Right. So it's like one of those things where. And plus in today's world, could you imagine a millennial watching dice? They would have a seizure. Cough up blood. Oh, (laughs) it would not be good. Imagine George Collin on Facebook. Holy shit. I was watching Garland last night and I, uh, I'm trying to remember what special it was, but what he opened with? I just went, wow. I, I don't even think that. If someone was watching this special in their 20s or their teens, they would get past the first joke. Yeah. Could you imagine now with all the, the right to life people? He, he wants had an opening. This is his opening line. You ever notice that people who are against abortion, you wouldn't want to fuck them in the first place? Yeah. Fucking genius. Yeah. He was a genius. Opening line, kids. Opening line. Comics used to be so brave and willing to take those types of risks, but now we're we feel like maybe we're so afraid of the audience in a way. Well, I don't sugarcoat. I tell it like it is. Uh, so far, I've been lucky, but I'm um, you know it's it's like I'm I'm, I'm kind of waiting for it to happen, but I don't care. I'm gonna do it my way. I'm not gonna apologize to anybody. Funny is funny, whether you're clean, you're dirty, you use you use uh, props, whether you're a mime. Funny is funny. I come from a time where we laugh at each other and with each other. And I tell people at the beginning of my show, if you're easily offended, there's the exits right behind you. Yeah. You, you know why you're coming to see me. So don't don't give me any shit, yeah. you know? Honestly, I don't feel like audiences really do that so much. I feel like it's the people who stumble. Like, your fan base is never going to go, oh, I can't believe Vic said that. Right. You're going to get the, the, the one W. It's like, oh, I heard this guy's funny who comes in, and that just has a conniption. Right. You're going to get a, like, like a couple driving by. What's going on here tonight? Oh, let's go. Let's go see a comedian. They have looks no like they're, food. they're serving Italian food. Look, honey, dip potato. Oh, you get the people <laughs> who think I'm going to be on the stage yelling. I got to get the bread and milk for an hour, you know, and that's the thing. The videos are different than the stand. I watch that act. You just come out on stage for 25 minutes, just looking confused. Going, Where's the bread milk? I gotta get the bread. Could you imagine that? Yeah, I'd laugh. You know what my dream is? You know what For the first two minutes. I get, I get a lot of people asking me, hey, can you give me a shout out? 
I, I can't stand shout outs for one re- couple of reasons. First of all, if I give you a shout out, it alienates the rest of the crowd sure. and the rest of the crowd doesn't give a shit that it's your anniversary mm-hmm. or it's your birthday. So what I want to do one day, if I ever get fuck you money, I want to perform at like a 2000 sell out a 2000 seat theater okay. and give every person in that crowd a shout out. So it would be an hour of shout outs. You want you all want the shout outs. Good night. And then as everyone's name is mentioned, they get up and leave because they're like, okay, I'm not watching anymore. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Well, Steve Martin, once he was hilarious. He once went on stage and he wants to thank, I want to thank you. I want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to thank you. I want to thank you. I love that kind of shit. You know, hysterical. We got to step back. You got on stage your first open mic with Andrew Dice Clay as the MC with a bag of props. Yep. What happened? I, I had a, a, a roll on, Van Roll on, under on the order. I said, look, chapstick for Mick Jagger. And it got is. a laugh. Sure. I had the two Mickin heads with, that I found in the garbage. I put on some sexy music, and the guy goes down, the girl goes down. It's a blowjob bit. Okay. But all you got are two heads. It's genius. Okay. It, 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 I, I, I might bring that back one day. I would watch. I would watch. So, like, you went, you did that. And you you finish up with this set. You went back. What went through your head that first time you got off a of stage? Was it like, oh, this is for me? It was it was a high. It was like I it's like the needle was hooked, and I said, I really like this. And don't forget, I wasn't getting paid. You it's know, an open I kept, mic. I kept at it. I honed my craft, and I'm, after a while, I'm like, wow, you you could get paid to make people laugh. And I kept at it. And before you know it, I was I was I was emceeing that I started middling and then I was headlining. So how many people's garbage did you have to collect to get the headlining gigs? Oh, no, it was just that one club. <laughs> I've just wondered if there's a formula here. I miss it. Yeah. The, the boss caught on to me. He says, why? Why is the truck weighing so much at the end of the day? <laughs> why? Why is the truck filled with hand bills and, <laughs> and like half eaten chicken wings? comedy club garbage so Vic you did uh you've done a lot of acting work and I gotta say there's one thing that I started watching today that I cannot wait to finish it's a short film called Turkey's Done oh wow yeah I did that with Sherry O'Terry in Philadelphia and it it won a lot of awards and and uh you know obviously it went it didn't go anywhere but you know it was a great experience if I had a penny for every project that went nowhere, I would be a billionaire. Uh, right now, <laughs> I'm in something. I'm in some. I'm in a uh, TV show called Gravesend. It's about okay. the mob in the '80s in Brooklyn. Uh, season one is on Amazon Prime now. I'm a regular cast member in season two. We're still filming. Season two isn't on yet, but I'm on Asante, isn't it? I'm, I got the scene with Dice Clay, which is surreal. Wow. The Leo Ross in it. William DeMeo. It, it, they're saying this could possibly be the next Sopranos, so we're keeping our fingers crossed. Hopefully, it'll be a hit, and I won't get whacked, and I'll be in a few more seasons. Honest to God, though, it's almost best to get whacked early before the writing gets bad. No, no, I Vincent Pastore told me that. I'm just kidding. Vincent Pastore. Yeah, yeah, told great, me. yeah, and, uh, Sopranos. Yep. He said, "Yeah, it's good to get killed off early," and I was like, "I think you are just trying to tell me a story, sir." Because I don't think you wanted to get whacked. I think you would have loved to have been there for three more seasons. No, yeah, I don't want to get whacked. Yeah, nobody wants to get whacked. Not even make-believe whacked. No, thank you. So tell me about your coffee. 
Okay, I did this video. You know, I'm Italian, as you know, and in the Italian family, whenever the coffee came out, it was a big production. My mother always had the Faberware pot still with the electric cord connected, and she'd be running through the house. Who wants right. coffee? You what do you want? Black or brown? Espresso? Demitasse? What do you want? So I exaggerated. I did a video where I ran around the house. Who wants coffee? Anybody? I went to a I went to a, a Wawa. And I grabbed the <laughs> coffee pot. Anybody want coffee? Who? I just made up the guys chasing me out of Wawa. It went viral. Fast forward, a coffee company contacts my management, says, how would Vic like to have his own coffee line? And there you go. I got I got a regular medium rose, a hazelnut. I got K-cups. It's all on my website, VicDiBetetto.net. VicDiBetetto.net is where you can find all of your links to Vic. And by the way, folks, I did mention that he's doing three shows here at the Carlson this weekend, Thursday, no, Friday. Oh, five. One Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday. Five okay. shows. Okay. Well, then they gave me the wrong information over here. So sorry about that, folks. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I in just a way, I, I hope you're right because doing two shows in one night, the way I scream by Sunday night, I'll have no voice. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, man, that. After COVID, like my first weekend coming back and doing five shows, I felt like death. I felt like I needed to be on a respirator. I was so yeah. tired from doing it. People don't realize. And that's another thing now with COVID. You know, I actually got some people angry at me because certain venues, you got to be vaccinated. I'm like, dude, that's not my decision. I just make the people laugh. Yeah. What are you getting mad at me for? I don't give a shit if you're vaccinated or not. I don't care if you're a mask or not. <laughs> right? I just want to make people laugh. Yeah, it's don't the breathe on me decision. either way. I'll make it's you laugh. The, exactly. It's the venue's decision. Yeah. The world has gone mad. You've noticed that, huh? I, I can't even watch the news anymore. It's it's crazy. I stopped watching the news a while ago. I'm a much happier person. Yep. Now I just watch YouTube videos of Vic. Thank you. Just You're me, welcome. Look, <laughs> look, I don't care who you I don't care who you voted for. I don't care what color you are. I don't care if you're gay or straight. I don't care who you pray to. Just be a decent human being. That's all. Come to my show. Like Billy Joel said, come to my show. I want to make you to forget about life for a while. That's all. It's such a simple concept. It is. But it seems so hard for so many to grasp. It's just... Uh, I'm already stressing now, and I, I'm flying. Hey, drive. Hey, okay. I know it's a valid drive. You're I'm coming up from stressed. Jersey, right? Yeah, I can drive, but I I get tired at the wheel. You know, if, if I'm the passenger, I don't mind, but I hate driving. So I'm flying. To, I, I land tomorrow. I love this is my fifth time in Rochester. I love Rochester. Yeah, man. We're glad to have you back. Honestly, we've been excited to have you. And either way, Vic's going to be here three nights this week. He's going to be here Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Your tickets are available at carlsoncomedy.com. And uh, we really recommend you grab them now because day of, they're going to be harder to get. So, And I don't know when I'll be back in the area. So, you know, uh, just look, just come on out. Get get a babysitter. Do the locks off your wallet. I'll do I do meet and greets after my shows. I'll take pictures with you for no extra charge. I'll sign whatever you want me to sign. I love my fans. I love this. I'm looking at this website. I've never been here before. Looks like a real nice comedy club. I I I love doing a comedy club. Love the the intimacy. You're gonna love the Carlson. Comics that never play clubs that have played here go, this is the best club I've ever played. And I'm that's not just I'm saying hearing. that, but no, that's what we I'm have hearing. a good time here. I can't wait.
Yeah, we really, I'm really excited to have you here. Now, uh, for all of your information on Vic, visit VicDiBattetta.net. And you could also find him on Instagram and Twitter at VicDiBattetta. And maybe order yourself some coffee. You do a lot of uh, charity work, too, don't you, Vic? You do a lot of really yes, good stuff. Yes, uh, for Wounded Warriors, the SPCA, and for the Widows of fire, Firemen and uh, Police Officers. Yeah, definitely check out his website. You know, stuff that I don't post, stuff that I don't talk about. Yeah. You know, then I get fans. Can you, can you post my fundraiser on your page? My page is for entertainment. If I post your fundraiser, everybody wants to post a fundraiser. Then they say I'm a heartless prick. See, people don't understand. What I yeah. do, and I don't even talk about. It's it's very interesting because like people will see all sorts of fun stuff, and they'll see the view counts, they'll see how many people are looking at it, and they think, oh, it'll be just really easy for them to put it in there. But like, if all you did was put pictures of crying widows on your YouTube, it's not exactly. going to get the hits and the views. I got gotcha. you exactly. Thank but listen, you. I really I- need you to uh, plug my uh, GoFundMe. can you you plug my gofundme it's for a face transplant i'm hoping they're gonna fix it for me face transplant yeah i want him to do that thing they did to nick cage in that movie i want him to make me look like yeah i want him to make me look like john travolta it's gonna be good (laughs) so uh vic make sure you put that on your website and uh i appreciate that (laughs) whatever you need just let me know i'll give you a shout out too oh good good listen i uh do you need an opener for the uh shout out stage show I could bring my own list of people to shout out to. I'll, I'll just to do the it venue. Quick. Up to the venue. Ah. I just, I'm just the headliner. What if I come and take out your garbage? You're going to come all the way to Jersey? No. Probably Are you not. coming to any of the shows? Yeah, I'll be there. Absolutely. Oh, I'll just say hello. Are you Beautiful. kidding me? I never miss a comic when I have the first chance to see them. I've never seen your set before, and I, I've watched a lot of clips. I've enjoyed watching you online. I'm looking forward to just sitting in the audience and enjoying a comedy show. So I'll be there. Thank you. Just don't sit up front. I spit a lot. Yeah. I, I never do that to the performers. Again, the face thing. I really want them to have good shows. If you do sit up front, get on one of those umbrella drinks. Vic, it's been a pleasure meeting you folks. Get your tickets now, CarlsonComedy.com. And uh, again, make sure you check out VicDiBattetto.net for all the links to his great videos and clips. Now, before we cut out of here, we want to make sure you also visit carlsoncast.com for links to subscribe and uh, listen to past episodes. We'll see you back here next week with our friend Harlan Williams. Until then, act right, and we'll see you at a show. <laughs>